Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of JM Rewind. JM Rewind gives us an opportunity to check out some of the recent guests on JM in the AM. 613 was here with their brand new Star Wars Hanukkah. Perfect for Hanukkah week as we celebrate the big holiday, and this is one of the big songs of this year's Hanukkah holiday. 613 with the Star Wars Hanukkah. They were recent guests of ours on JM in the AM. They're on JM Rewind at the Nahum Siegel Network. Uh, we're set with Facebook Live, facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network, facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. In studio, the members of 613 who made good on their commitment to be here this morning. So far, <laughs> that's our good friend Craig Resmovitz who is here. We are expecting at least one other member of 613 to join us this morning. We had this dream, which I, in all fairness to 613, they, they told us in the beginning it likely would not uh, it would not happen. Uh, we have this dream of getting everybody in the studio here this morning to introduce the brand new song. Uh, but we're going to take what we can get, and that's uh, Craig uh, Resmovitz, who's here. Craig, good morning to you. Good morning. Thanks for having me and hopefully, us. Hopefully, <laughs> hope, what do you think of your partners here? Yeah. And, and hopefully Morty Weinstein will join us soon uh, here as well. I they think. haven't They haven't missed a note. At, so far, so good. They have, yeah. they have not done any. They have not been off-key at all. Um, so if I am correct, if I am correct... It was one year ago that 613 released what we referred to as Bohemian Rhapsody. I think you called it Bohemian Hanukkah. Yeah, Bohemian Bohemian Hanukkah. Hanukkah. A lot of people, both old and young, very familiar with that tune. Very familiar with the original. Sure. And therefore, when you release a Hanukkah song that's a parody of that, you could expect quite a response. Plus, you may recall, talk about cinematic connection. You may recall there was a big movie. Not an accident. <laughs> Not an accident. There was a big movie about Fer- Freddie Mercury yeah. and Queen, which I think was called Bohemian Rhapsody, if sure. I'm not mistaken. And that came out just around Thanksgiving uh, holiday time, right? Am I right? Yeah. Um, so that was hot, and then you guys release it, and you get, I would assume, a tremendous amount of attention, not just from our community, but from the general community as well. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we've been doing the holiday video thing for a long time right. uh, and thank God we've had a lot of success with it and it's really helped to kind of get us out there um, but this was unprecedented um, I mean we were here sitting here a year ago <laughs> and things were just <laughs> things were insane um, to be honest I'm not even up on the exact view count yeah I was trying to look a moment ago but I don't want to I don't wanna... they're <laughs> embedded separately on Facebook and YouTube but it's in the like several several million right um, so the response was unbelievable, and we we try and pick something that's sort of uh, very relevant in pop culture. You know, we don't only appeal to the from community. I think there are a lot of people out there, who, you know, Jewish people, who um, the way they relate to some of the holidays and the experiences they have with it in their lives is a little bit more limited than maybe like most of your listeners. Right. And we're very happy to bring those people a little bit closer to the holiday. But but tell me, and before we talk about this year's project, tell me about last year's reaction from from the general community. Did you get a lot of comments from even non-Jews who had an appreciation for the fact that you took this classic sure. and, and, and put Hanukkah to it? So it it's funny. It's it, Bohemian Rhapsody in general. It's like the classic song where if you're a band or an acapella group, you're taking requests. Somebody says, can you do Bohemian Rhapsody? Of course. Everybody says, no. <laughs> right. We won't no do it. No one's touching it. So with that in mind... Um, we got a lot of attention from the music community more than ah. in the past. 
I think uh, a lot of that we were picked up on a lot of the local radio. And yes, they're looking for Hanukkah stuff, but we did hear a lot of, and this is really, 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 really flattering. Uh, just this is the best cover right. of the song that right. I've heard. Like, right. regardless of the uh, the words and stuff. Yeah. Right. So uh, oh. I think Morty is at the door. Oh, Morty's here. Oh yeah. no! Don't tell me Morty went to Jersey City. That no. would, that would be bad. Yeah. Because he he ain't at our no, door. No, he knows here. he knows where to come. I don't know where he is. Oh, he's... Maybe he's downstairs. Anyway, so uh, again, um, on this, uh, it, so it gets a tremendous reaction, and obviously it has a Hanukkah theme. And now, yeah. at some point, I would assume during the summer, but I don't know your guy's schedule. At some point, you have to say to yourselves, "Okay, Hanukkah is going to come is going to come around eventually, and we need some." And, and you discover, stumble upon. Uh, schmooze with the guys and realize that Star Wars is going to be a big winter hit? So it's it's very interesting because in the past we've done a lot of pop parodies. Like we did that Taylor Swift thing got right. us a lot of uh, views uh, and Uptown Funk. Right. So when we used to do that all the time or most of the time, we would have to wait until the very, very last second to to sort of pick the music because we really wanted needed to know what was popular then right uh the last few things we've done coincidentally have been music uh movie things and the good thing about movies is you know very 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 far in advance <laughs> right. when they're going to come out so we did bohemian hanukkah uh, and then we did lion king right, passover right and now we've done um you drum, know, drum roll please yeah uh a hanukkah song based on star wars yes so we got the big uh the last jedi movie coming right. out uh this week i think this week this coming weekend and uh so yes the answer is of all the 613 projects i've been a part of i think this one we've known by far the longest what we were going to do for hanukkah this right week. and that man by the way we're introducing morty weinstein who now is in fact sitting to your left morty good morning to you good morning and happy hanukkah and you're happy on hanukkah. facebook facebook live facebook.com slash nahum single network um and then the next step is obviously you know what what are the lyrics going to sound like and you know by the way sometimes having too much time is a problem. <laughs> sometimes having too much time, too many changes. Especially with this many opinions. Right, too many edits. You know, sometimes yeah. it's good to know that in 10 days this thing has to be in the can, right? I think <laughs> I think one of the strengths of our group is, like, people know what they're good at. Right. Uh, so, you know, some people get involved with certain things and some people get involved with other things. Um, so the lyricists in your group stepped up. And basically took on the assignment. I, I would guess is what you're trying to say. There's well, generally well, well, we have we have a uh, you know for our previous projects uh, a guy named Elliot Olshansky. He's he's kind of our lyricist. Sure. Um, but when we were looking at the music from Star Wars, it's it's we we kept trying to put different words to it and you know tell the story of Hanukkah. But we kept finding that <laughs> anytime work? you try to put anything like lyrics to orchestral music that doesn't have lyrics it just sounds so so strange and awkward <laughs> it's like so, we did a pace oh, off thing for game of thrones one year right and it it's funny it's actually comical because yeah. when you're covering a song with lyrics all you need to do is yeah, rhyme it and get around. it the same yeah. Yeah, you have to like create lyrics right. you know, there's, there's there is a clear melody right. but you know there's no lyrics so we, we kept trying to Kept trying to sound it out, and it kept sounding very, very bizarre and like very forced. Interesting. Um, oh so gosh, we, we went to stock. Yeah, <laughs> we used some stock lyrics. Exactly. <laughs> holy, holy stock lyrics. Very nice. <laughs> so, so the Hanukkah stock came in handy. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yes. 
We hadn't, uh, we hadn't pulled from that quite as extensively beforehand. Uh, <laughs> Craig and Morty are here. We will we will uh, get to the tune in a, in a few minutes. But you re- you just brought up something. It's funny. You just said that there's some people who know what they're supposed to be doing, and therefore you know they go. I think six thirteen in the world of Jewish acapella, and of course we could then say in the world of Jewish entertainment has its own lane. Has its own. I think there's stuff that six thirteen does, and you've just already described some of it for us this morning. That no one else is doing. Everyone thinks, oh, acapella groups, you know, they're releasing Hanukkah, they're releasing Hanukkah. But, but if you look at it, if you look at the, the primary groups in our community, I think each one has its style and its way of presenting the holiday, whatever the holiday may be, to our community. You guys happen to be, you know, we're going to parody the, you know, the latest trend. We're going to parody the latest thing that all of America is talking about, and it seems to be working. And while... And I think it's one of the reasons, frankly, that I think you get along pretty well with your colleagues and all the other groups that at this level, it's practically defined, you know, how each of you as a group, you know, approaches, you know, each holiday or each presentation, et cetera. So would you say that at this point, 613 is basically the, I don't know, cover or parody group for a holiday presentation? Sort of. It's a it's a complicated question because we we do have uh, we have like a general identity and then we have an identity that. That a lot of people know us right. as because of YouTube. You know, as as a group, we don't think of our identity as you know a group that parodies songs for for Hanukkah or for Pesach. Um, we think of ourselves as as a Jewish music group. So we you know we just released an album, um, and it's our eighth album. And maybe a lot of people that watch the videos don't realize it, but most of the songs you know in the entire discography are original it, songs. It's actually a very interesting point because so obviously. Um, the other groups in our sphere, uh, we're very, we're very close with them. Right. We're friends with with really all of them, uh, and we have a great relationship. Um, but it's interesting that we're known as the parody group because if you listen to the albums of some of the other acapella groups, it's more parody. It's, it's well, it's <laughs> it's not just parody per se, but there's a lot. But they're more traditional, like a collegiate style acapella group or even like an AK Pella, like who are amazing, like right. kind of review. Right. Um, it's all covers or almost all covers. Right. And our stuff has traditionally been mostly original music. That's funny. So we sort of, but the more successful you're becoming on the holiday seed. Absolutely. It's so funny. Yeah. And, the, and the great thing is that we, you know, we're going to try and we, we have been trying as our holiday parodies have become more and more successful um, you know, trying to sort of parlay that and use that as a vehicle um, to push what we, you know, what we are, I guess, m- in some ways more proud of or right. differently proud right. of, which is the original music that we're putting out. How long has 613 been around? Oh, my God. Six, How much? What? 16 years? 16 years? Yeah, 16 It's years. amazing that you've lasted this long. It really well, we, is. Well, we haven't been there that long. So. I get it, but yeah. just, just the whole concept. And, yeah. and I assume Mike's been there from the beginning, right? My answer was going to be Mike is amazing. Right. Yeah. He is amazing. Yeah, that, and, that's the real answer. And what do we have here? We have officially a third of the group, or is there more? We have a third uh, of the group here? We more? have a, a little bit less than a, than a quarter. A little bit, yeah. What are there? Nine members? Nine. Yeah, members, we yeah. got. Oh, so we we got super busy. Thank God. Um, so we were so, only able to get twenty five percent of the group here this morning. Well, or even less than a that. A bunch of us flew in last <laughs> night from. Uh, I know. From I heard. Michigan. <laughs> we had a dream I, of everyone together and, and do the Hanukkah oh. thing live. But all right, we have next Hanukkah to wish. do that. <laughs> we, I got. I, we got in at our flight got delayed. We got in at like two o'clock in the morning. It was a little rough. You just <laughs> showed up from a two a.m. flight. Yeah, we were. Te- I texted him, Morty. Like, 
I, te- I, I admire your work I like, ethic, I haven't Morty. seen you in a while. <laughs> I, texted, I texted Morty at 1 in the morning, and I wasn't in Detroit. I was doing right, You were in New York yesterday. Yeah. Right? Uh, and and I said, "Are we doing this?" I said, "No." I said, "What's the address for tomorrow?" And I was like, "I hope he doesn't answer me because he should be sleeping." I forgot where the group was, and then he's like, "He didn't answer for like a half hour." Because he's on a flight. And then he ans- he he's like, "I just landed." Well, I admire your dedication, and Craig and Morty will be rewarded because we're going to be playing that song in just a moment here at uh, JMM. We should note one other thing: six thirteen also talk about what a group ha- has become known for over the years. They become known for some cool venues. You know, when you th- think about this, I don't know if any group ha- – I mean, a lot of groups have done the stadiums, fine. Mm-hmm. I don't know if any have done it as often as you guys, though, you know, to be around Indeed. different stadiums around the country. And what I mean by stadiums, I'm talking about the either the one-offs as a Star Spangled Banner or as a holiday tradition. Because you've actually done Hanukkah in some locations where you did two, three songs either at halftime or before a game, right? Am I well, right? We also did uh- – we did a little bit slightly less prestigious than maybe some of the baseball stadiums. Right. So, you know, we've done arena football. Oh, yeah. Are you uh, serious? Yeah, that was also. We did a whole show. Before I don't think the, the league exists the, anymore. So I think it. Does did it, it just fold, Yoni? One of them folded. Fold. We have to show him the video of my touchdown we, pass. We did, yeah. Are we, you serious? Well, we got there early. It was at the Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia. The Philadelphia Soul. <laughs> we were Soul. throwing a ball around. Um, and it was like Jewish Heritage Day for Philadelphia Soul. And, Arena uh, football had a Jewish that Heritage Day. That's the coolest day. thing. Yeah. That's so funny. So I mean, we got there really early. We were just we were running slogan, around like idiots. You know, Yala Soul. Yala Soul. Yala Soul. I still have the light blue t-shirt. And too, by the way, that's another thing that I might be able to give you guys some credit for. A lot of Jewish Heritage Days sprouted up around the country once you and others started to perform, and they saw, you know what, there's a significant portion of the community that likes to come out and yeah. hear some Jewish stuff. Absolutely, so. yeah. I think So you've had Jewish Heritage actually in some unusual places, like even in the big stadiums, but, but cities we may, not, we may not think of that have you know, like Jewish Heritage Nights and things like that. It's not just yeah. New York that's doing it. Yeah, and, and it's, not just, uh, it's not just sporting events. Right. I mean, we also we have a yearly uh, a standing um, I guess event at the mayor's uh, at right. the mayor's mansion every year. Jewish Heritage, the Gracie Mansion. That's yeah, probably Gracie where Mansion. I most recently saw yeah. you. I think was yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And this Friday we'll be on our uh, a different radio show. You oh know, yeah, this, the second uh, right. Our sec- second fiddle radio right. show. We're, we're always first. Yeah, of course. But the other one I hear has a tremendous following. They, they, have, a nice, they have a nice holiday show. As do you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Not, not necessarily quite a, a Hanukkah-specific holiday Do you know show. what you're singing on, uh, on on Friday? We'll probably be singing Star Wars. You will imagine. do it. Yeah. And then, Are you hesitant <clears throat> to do it live? You've done it plenty of times live already. We actually, yesterday was the first day that we, Did that it we work? premiered it. Uh, yeah. It was fine. Yeah, it worked. We actually opened the show with it. I'm so, hearing, oh, so. and is Friday the first day of the movie? Friday is the first day. Oh, of the so that's pretty funny. Thursday you're doing midnight, that. Yeah, yeah. So that appearance could go viral. If you put that yeah. on Facebook afterwards, that appearance can we go viral. Too. Well, we'll see. Very, we'll see. See how it comes out. <laughs> right. Good point. <laughs> Assuming it goes well, which I'm sure it will. That's pretty cool. And you've done and you've done some TV stuff as well, right? Where they do yeah. again holiday, etc. Yeah, we'll Not, be on. We'll be on Channel Eleven on Wednesday morning there you also. Go. of Hanukkah For, or this no, Wednesday. This, this Wednesday. This Wednesday. Days. Yeah. This this week we have a lot of early mornings. Uh, Are they doing? Uh, also, ask you to do Star Wars. Or you won't necessarily do that song. I think they asked us to do Star Wars. That's yeah. it. Because yeah, you we're, said, we're doing a little a little spot. Because the whole country's talking about. How many members will be there Wednesday morning? Not that I'm insulted, but oh, there will be six. Yeah, yeah. Well, because we don't have a we don't have a flight Tuesday night. (laughs) Right. I'm not (laughs) complaining. I'm just saying that you know. Do you want to look at a calendar for next Hanukkah, (laughs) and then maybe we could get all the guys. (laughs) Very good. (laughs) And then Hanukkah itself is busier or much less busy on the holiday itself. It's weird. We we've been finding. I think because maybe because of like the way the holidays fall out this year, we're finding that a lot of our Hanukkah performances are before. Like the White House thing was early because of the holidays. Yeah, December. Right. December December has been crazy. Hanukkah this year is like a little bit 
little bit more. Too. Right. That's and crazy. Hanukkah would have usual. been the first week of December. That's it when everything would have yeah. been Yeah, been last year. On. Last year was wild during Hanukkah. Right. So there you go. All right. Very good. And you can't forget about our Thanksgiving tour. Oh, boy. What does that mean? <laughs> we we did a video when Hanukkah and Thanksgiving came Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. Well, you Thanksgiving car, right? Thanksgiving car. Thanksgiving car, right? No. That was a unique. What, what an event! That was a unique thing. <laughs> One of my favorite six. You can tell videos. your grandchildren about that. Oh yes, <laughs> we, we plan to. We plan to by showing them the song. We are the only people who know when the next time will be. When is the next song? Seventy nine thousand years watch. minus three. Seventy nine thousand years <laughs> minus three. I think or whatever we're up to. <laughs> it's there. It's in the. It's in the video. In the video. Yeah. My gosh! All right, everyone, reconvene for that one. Uh, Craig Resmovitz and Morty Weinstein are in studio here at JM and the AM Facebook.com slash Nahum Single Network. We've had a 613 tutorial so far in the last 15 minutes going through some of the history and uh, and current uh, uh, work that 613 is doing. They have a very busy December, and one of the reasons is the brand new song. All right, so uh, you're officially calling it a Star Wars Hanukkah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Depending on where you look, it's either in the hundreds of thousands or tens of thousands of hits already right. in terms of the video, and that just continues to get higher and higher, obviously. And this will be the song that you will be uh, uh, presenting not only here, but it looks like you'll be presenting live at other larger radio outlets and some television outlets in advance of the big holiday. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And at our shows coming up. You may want to go midnight to some big theater in uh, in Manhattan right before they show the first on uh, Thursday night. That's right a before- really, really good idea. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. except for, for wake up six, time for on Friday. Six a.m. call time. Yeah, Friday morning. well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> you know what happens Thursday night? You just end up staying up all night. That's all. We'll do Mishmar. We'll do Mishmar in the theater. We're gonna we're gonna bring a pot of chillin'. All right, those of you out there who are uh, Star Wars fans or not necessarily Star Wars fans like myself, right. but nonetheless familiar with the Star Wars music, most people don't realize I only stole, saw one Star Wars movie. And I fell asleep in the middle of it. Oh no! So, yeah, that was oh it. no! And, I, and I'm told this is the ninth one. I feel yes. so, I feel so out of place. We well, should catch up. If you get started now, you uh, might be able to. Well, our video is well under five minutes. Yes. Oh, so <laughs> I, I know it's the morning, the but you know, <laughs> no sleeping through this one up. Um, no, but that was just because of my uh, general attitude towards towards science fiction. This sure. was the, this was the conversation in the Siegel home over Shabbos when people were discovering that even as a teenager, I didn't have, did not have any interest in Star Wars. Really? I know, I know. Really? I know that you're about to label me with some cri- criticism here, but uh, that's the reality. What about what about fantasy? Uh, fantasy football? No. <laughs> well, sure, if you want to talk about no, that. No uh, Harry Potter. No wow. no, Battle, the, no Star Galactica. It's, it's not there, real? There was one episode of Star Trek that I enjoyed as a kid. One. While everyone else in my family was, you know, were Trekkies. Uh, not everyone, but some were Trekkies. But uh, that's the way it is. I'm just not real. I'm into the nonfiction. <laughs> I'm into the non. That's why I like Bohemian Rhapsody so much. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty funny. All right, a Star Wars Hanukkah six thirteen in studio. Wishing everybody a happy Hanukkah at JM in the AM. <laughs> Bum, 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 bum,
Rock of ages, praise your saving power Furious, they sailed, but your armor veiled us And your word broke the sword when our own strength failed us Yes, your word broke the sword when our own strength failed us Rock of ages, let our song praise your saving power Lord Uh, first of all, both of you look great in costume. Thank they, you. They, they did Thank a you. great job in the costumes. You guys didn't skimp on yeah, this. Yeah, we, uh, uh, we ordered the, I don't know where we got them from. Well, it's good stuff. It's in my closet now. So. Uh, <laughs> get, get Hashtag for, Purim. For Purim 2020. Um, every, excuse my Star Wars ignorance. No, We've already gone through that. Uh, everything I heard is associated with Star Wars? Everything yes. I heard is on the soundtrack? Yes. Because yes. there's a lot of abrupt switches in there. There's there, a lot of, there uh, actually, we actually found there's a, there's a, like a Reddit post yeah. or thread about which oh, scenes cool. and which music was uh, were represented. How in, many in separate ones are there? Do you remember? So there's five the, or six. There's the opening theme. There's the Imperial I think there are March, five. Cantina, and there's the ending. I think What's the Alanis? No, Duel of the Fates. Oh, Duel of the Fates. What's right. the Alanis? Uh, it's such. It's it's sort of it's like a this. transition into the ending. It's from the first movie, I believe. I'm sure it comes really? back. Really? Yeah, so this the theme. Ba 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 da da ba. It's like very very popular right. theme in Star Wars, but that setting of it is the the final scene of the first movie. Uh, yeah, it's sort of like the I may end, vaguely remember the end of the movie. They, it's I mean it, it mirrors somewhat the uh, the scene in in our video where we're entering the um, Temple Bethel in, in Cedarhurst. I was wondering and, who uh, that was. That is Bethel. Huh? Yeah, and um, <laughs> it's sort of like the heroes of the of the movie are. No, hopefully no spoilers, but the movie came out like yeah. 40 years ago. If you haven't seen it by now, it's sorry. Yeah. Uh, they're receiving their awards, so it's like this very triumphant music right. to lead back into the main theme. This is exactly 
how they sang Alanisim a long time ago in a <laughs> yes, galaxy far, what, far what away. Would suspect. Yes, it's the way that Luke Skywalker sang Alanisim. Craig Resmovitz, Morty Weinstein, 613. Um, Facebook.com slash Um It's funny how you guys get away with some cute um, takeaways or some cute... Uh, th- the Latka, even the Sufkania, the way he holds it and the way... I think Mike is on the Sufkania. Yeah. The way it's it just... I, it's sort of like, you know, I'm taking this serious part. Not that Latkas are so serious, but I'm taking this serious part of the holiday and, you know, sort of like joking around with it. It's I, I'm not quite sure how to put it, but it's like using it as a prop, but using it as a prop well. Yeah, I think it also works, especially in this in this particular scenario, because that the music for that part... Um, is it's the the music is called Duel of the Fates, um, and it's this it's this like big battle scene, not big battle, but it's a it's a major showdown between the the good side and the bad side, between one character who's good and one who's bad, um, and it, just bringing that to uh, to Latka versus Sufganiya is just a right. like it's a hilarious concept to begin with. So. Um, like a bad color war. Yeah. You're also dealing with the nine most ridiculous people on yes. the face of the planet. And who and are having fun with it. Yeah. Who are having a great yeah. time. How long did it take? A day or more? Oh, uh, gosh. more. We actually more we filmed that? in a whole bunch of different locations. So yeah. Had... The more scenes you do, the longer it takes. So if you if you're doing like a music video with a, just a couple scenes, you might be able to bang it out in one, maybe two shoots. But something like this takes a while. We did uh we did one shoot. We actually shot in a bar in Riverdale. Um <laughs> Then we did we shot on a studio, Sunday morning because that's morning, the only time that because then they would open for us early and nice after uh, after a month of Shabbos whatever was going on right. and then uh, we shot in a, in a video studio um, and then we shot in Bethel that was it yeah and yeah pe- and people don't realize that you could do ten seconds of a video and uh, and, and, takes and it takes an entire day to yeah, do it right absolutely just getting into the costumes right yeah but fantastic for perm after. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you. we've had some good stuff. And yeah. the other thing, and I, I find this funny. You may say that I shouldn't point it out, but I don't know. I find it funny. Most would think that you'd have to have a full sanctuary to do a sanctuary scene. And 613 can get away with that. They don't have to worry about any of that because there's a, like a, a wink. There's like a, it, it's sort of like a tip of the hat. To the fact that we can do whatever we want and just have fun with this thing. We don't need a million people in shul. It's very nice that you see it that way. <laughs> oh, why people were upset about it? Well, I'll tell well, you. It was uh, say it was, when it was. It oh, was, point of contention. You know, you know when it was when we. It was we had to the way the way we had set up all the video shoot and the production. The the day of that shoot was uh, was Hoshana Raba. It was Arab <laughs> and so uh, you know. We we reached out to friends and family and and, to, and nobody was available. And people yeah. just you know who's available that morning. It's, it was crazy. So but you know we we make it work. Less is yeah, more sometimes. Yeah, I thought it was. I don't was, know. Was I cute. thought there's something to that. Am I reading too much into it? I don't know. I don't know. No, definitely not. <laughs> I'm telling you, it I has nothing to do with us not being able to find enough extras. <laughs> I wasn't accusing you of that. I was. I wasn't saying it would be different. Possibly. I'm just no, we, saying. We had, we I'm just saying people, it worked. It worked, it worked with you guys. It worked, That's yeah. all. Absolutely. There are there are efforts out there in this genre of entertainment in our among our people that it, it's got to be perfect, it's got to be full, it's got to be right, which I get. It's got to be formal. None of that is in the six thirteen video. We're, we're more about the fun, right? And I That's think that that comes always, in. Right? You know the I'll I'll tell you a secret. The uh, the latka in the video. Oh my god! Not actually a latka. <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts hash browns <laughs> smushed together. Who played Darth Vader? 
Ah, uh, uh, good, good question. question. Yeah, also, uh, so one of the uh, an alumnus of the group, his name is Dan Singer. He yeah, came, number. Uh, oh wait, he, he came back, huh? He came back to play he came, Darth Vader. He actually just showed up because he's still on the listserv for the emails, and so he just came, showed up in a Darth Vader costume. We're like, what? <laughs> okay, exactly. we're gonna funny. use this. Well, we're we're gonna use it. Yeah. That is funny. It's not the first video shoot he's just arrived at in a different costume. And who's and who's. Uh, what what do we call a what do we call a hollow wearing Princess Leia? What's her official name? <laughs> Princess Hala. Princess Hala. Princess yeah. Hala. Who, who played Princess Hala? Her name is Rena Hirsch. Yeah, um, she's yeah. actually somebody I know from working at Camp Kaylee a long time ago. She does I mean, she hilarious. does drama productions for kids. Uh, she's very good at it, and her husband the... is Ari Hirsch of the Views. Oh. Yeah. I should recognize we, her. He and I go to the same gym. Oh, it's so funny. I, I should have recognized her, but she really plays the part well. Oh, she nailed I mean, it. She She's really, a professional. She nailed it. She really plays I the saw part. Someone and was the Kala is just insane. It's perfect. It's Anyone exactly... who's familiar with Star Wars, you got to see that scene. It's just hilarious. You want to know a little story? Yeah. So usually when you're shooting... <laughs> the Kala from Dunkin' Donuts? <laughs> <laughs> when, you're, when you're shooting a They're music Friday video... When, you, when you're shooting a yeah. music video, usually each, each bit... I guess there's scenes, but then within the scenes there are bits. Like right. that's a bit. Um, they usually take a bunch of tries to get. Right. However, we had two cholerals, <laughs> so w- there was a lot of pressure on to get it right the first time. <laughs> there's, only, there's a limit. There are also, you know, as as we're starting to talk about video ideas, there are some things that you know. However obscure or however unimportant are are like the first ideas to come out. We're like, oh, we're going to do Star Wars. Okay, someone's got to wear holler rolls on their ears as part of Princess Leia's outfit. And thank God you found someone to volunteer for that. Yes. That well, there you have well. it. <laughs> uh, I thank both of you for being here today. Mazal Tov. It's officially called, what are we officially calling it? Star Wars Star Hanukkah. Wars Hanukkah. Star Wars Hanukkah. It's officially called a Star Wars Hanukkah. Along with a brand new album. Yes. Whole album of music. Whole so. album now wait, when did the new album come out? Same day, same as day video. as the video. Boy. We're brave. It's not Sphira, and we put out a new album. Yeah, well, not just that. You're brave because the whole world's talking about the single, and you know. Well, we didn't we didn't print uh, physical copies. Of well, it. you know what I mean. It's talking but, about yeah. this one cut, and and you know, we got we got to feature everything. It's got exactly what we were talking about before with uh, trying to sort of piggyback on the parody's success with our yeah, it, it original. Feels, it feels a little music. like Hanukkah. In a lot of ways, and so in many ways, is almost more of an acapella season than Sphera is these days. Now, because of the videos and because of the success of all the parody videos, and because of the prevalence of them, um, you know, Hanukkah is a is a busy time. The eyes that's where we feel the community. most eyes. Yeah. yeah. Is it possible that uh, the name of the new album is "Thank You"? Is that possible? It's no. not the case. Well, no. what's the name of the new album? It is called Volume Eight Lights. Oh, that's funny. I wrote. Yeah. So one second, because we have the Star Wars. I'm just looking here at, at our latest, and the and the the person who is uh, responsible for upkeeping our database seemed to me to have done an excellent job because the second track on this new offering is a Star Wars Hanukkah. That's correct. That does make sense. Yeah. So we just mislabeled the title. Yeah. Okay. Like Colesman is the opener. Like Colesman's the opener. And you have something on here called the Lion King Passover. Yes. And something called the Nice Jewish Boy Band Hanukkah. Yes, indeed. And you have the Bohemian Hanukkah as well. Yes. Is, is White Light a Hanukkah selection? No, That's no. Actually, just a an, light. An selection. original, an original. It's song. an original. Yeah. Okay. So light. now, with all this in mind, that we've stumbled upon the brand new six thirteen, how do we wrap up this conversation? What should we play off the brand new? Um, should we do the Nice Jewish Boy Band? We Hanukkah? have we have a medley yeah. of songs that we perform with some of our friends in the industry. Um, you know some of the hot stuff right now. So we have Shmuley Unger and Simcha Liner and Pumpadisa on the track with us, and I think it's something that 
people would definitely and enjoy. And the track is called? It is called, called uh, Eliyahu Anavi Kol HaKavod Baruch Hashem. It's oh. a very... You creative help, you helped me name. tremendously because now I found it yes. yeah so that's how we'll close oh. things out <laughs> one that, it's the one that has many names I get it now yeah, my, my, <laughs> yeah. my, my question is more of a way of cheating yeah in, in terms of it. trying to figure out where this thing is <laughs> and how we're going to play it to wrap up this conversation <laughs> my thanks to Craig Resmovitz and Morty Weinstein the big news is that Star Wars opens this weekend the bigger news is uh-huh. that 613 has commemorated this major event Yes. I can't believe we gave Star Wars free publicity. <laughs> Star Wars owes us money. Yeah. Trust, trust me, it's going to be whoever, your, it's going to be to your benefit. Branding for Star Wars, you owe us money. <laughs> It'll be to your benefit. Trust yeah. me. Uh, the bigger news is that six thirteen has a Star Wars Hanukkah, which seems to be in big demand. In fact, other radio outlets and television outlets are demanding that they sing it live. We're not doing that to them. We're we're too friendly with our friends at six thirteen. <laughs> we wouldn't make that demand of them early in the morning. We just played the song and officially debuted it earlier this morning, and we'll do more of their brand-new album to uh, close out this conversation. Craig Morty, I thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks so much. Happy Hanukkah to both of you. Happy Hanukkah. And regards to everybody at 613. Of course. You guys have always been amazing for us, and we appreciate it. Uh, If if you want to see this uh, video, if you want to see this uh, encounter, this face-to-face encounter with two of the prominent members of this uh, most recent video and uh, members of 613, go to Facebook.com. Slash Nahum Siegel Network, Facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. Here is the song or the track that starts with Eliyahu Hanavi, and you're listening to JM in the AM.
J.M. and the A.M. brand new from 613. A whole bunch of brand new material from 613. Check it out. Uh, they've got a brand new 10-track uh, uh, album, which is out there. And the um, uh, the uh, Star Wars Hanukkah and the Bohemian Hanukkah are both part of it. That was our visit with 613 and their brand new selection, a Star Wars Hanukkah. Sivan Rahav Meir was a recent guest of ours. She and her husband, Yadidya, are the authors of the book, Reaching to Heaven, The Elevating Life, Stories, and Teachings of Yaakov Edelstein. Sivan Rahameyer, a recent guest of ours. Here she is on JM Rewind on the Nahum Siegel Network. Well, uh, many of you uh, were tuned in when we reintroduced to this audience Sivan Rahameyer's a couple of weeks ago. Uh, she and her husband, Yadidya, are extremely popular Israeli media personalities. They lecture widely all over the world. They reach tens of thousands through their speaking tours, writings, and broadcast. And Sivan was voted by Globes Magazine as the most popular media personality in Israel and by the Jerusalem Post as one of the 50 most influential Jews in the world. Uh, Yedidya Mayer and Sivan Rahav Mayer are responsible for a book called Reaching to Heaven, The Elevating Life, Stories, and Teachings of Rav Yaakov Edelstein. It's a book that was uh, done in Hebrew and now the uh, English translation has been released this week by Art Scroll. Again, the uh, book is called Reaching to Heaven, part of Art Scroll's big uh, month now with Hanukkah and the Siyam Ashas coming up. Sivan Rahav Meir, shalom. Welcome back to JM in the AM. Shalom, shalom, Nachum. Good morning. Good morning. Always great to speak to you. So th- the book in Hebrew came out how long ago? Uh, a year ago, and Baruch Hashem, it was, uh, in Hebrew, we have something called Sefer Azahav, you know, the golden book. After selling two, uh, 20,000 copies, we get like a, you know, a, a ceremony, and uh, this Hanukkah, Bezrat Hashem, the book will be announced in Israel as, as Sefer Azahav. So that, Baruch Hashem, that's the situation in Israel. Uh, after, after a year, it's called Sulam Yaakov in Hebrew. Well, Mazal Tov on that, and now I guess we have to uh, get it to that same standard here with the English edition. Um, Many of us have never heard of Rav Yaakov Edelstein. How did you first come into contact with him and his family? Well, he was the chief rav of Ramat Sharon, and we lived there. That's how we met, first met him. But afterwards, we saw there are really thousands and thousands of people were, you know, in touch with him. And after he passed away... We came to the Shiva, and we found ourselves sitting there and without any ability to go out. I mean, we heard so many, like, fascinating stories. So we just stayed for a week. That was the beginning of, of the journey. But I want to tell you something. This book is not, it's not about him. I mean, it, it's about us, about how can we um, 
improve our life uh, according to to his legacy. I mean, it's not, not uh, you know, there's not even one miracle in this book, although we, we heard a lot, but we just didn't include them in, you know, because it's, it's, it's not uh, our, our mission is not to tell how tzaddik he was, right. uh, but, but how can we, we'd be better, better normal right. people. Yeah, I, I think I know what you're getting at, and, and I know exactly uh, what you're saying, because I, I, I marked in the book, I marked in the book the chapter that deals with schoolos. You know, schoolos, yeah. schoolos and advice very often will, will tell us uh, all we need to know about a rabbi, about a religious leader. And uh, yeah. I, I have here, you know, literally stories that you, that, that you told in, in Hebrew and it was translated into English uh, of, of um, advice that people asked him for, uh, schoolos that they were, uh, you know, searching for, so to speak, to improve their lives and to, to change their luck, let's put it that way. And, and, and all he really did was recommend one or two minor changes in their daily behavior or in their Shabbat behavior. And that's what he felt was the key to, you know, to changing things around. And, and, exactly. P- and, people were shocked. I mean, people came to him, for example, someone who is not from Shabbat came to him and asked for, you know, an adv- tip, advice uh, to, to, in, with a certain problem. So he just told him, don't smoke in public right. on Shabbat. That, right. Like, that's all. Something so minor, you know, so small, but at the end of the day, it creates a huge, huge change. And all these school, by the way, we had a long discussion with the, the great uh, translator, Suri uh, Brand, and the great editor, Miram Zakon, and also Rabbi Zlatovich, you know, the, the head of everything at uh, uh, Art School. Uh, we, we had a lot of, like, um, I, I, I'm not familiar with the American audience, you know, with the American readers. Right. We really, we, even the word schoolot, I mean, we translated it as schoolot, that's the name of the chapter. Right. I hope you, you all understand what it is. Yep. But the, <laughs> ma- the main message is, Again and again, you know, what he, he was sending people uh, to do the most basic things. You know, the best gula is Torah, Chesed, Ma'asim Tovim, Tzedakah. Now, it might be boring because we sometimes want something more, more creative. I mean, uh, tell me, give me a real gula. But the, the real school is very, very simple, you know, just uh, 100%. So, uh, that, that, that's the base. You know, I, okay, so two things. First of all, on page 125 of the book, you write as follows. No schoolos were handed out in the house on Naomi Street. Mostly Rav Edelstein spoke with those who came to him about straightforward, practical self-improvement. There were two things Rav Edelstein insisted on, according to his grandson. Kapeda and Shabbos. Kapeda means not holding a grudge. When someone's upset and angry at you, holding a grudge against you, you should not go ahead and, and, and hold anything against them. You should try your hardest to make peace and have an overture with them. Uh, in fact, he, you gave an example in the book that the people who were childless came to him and he wanted them to investigate if the person who set up the marriage may have felt that they weren't dealt with properly, uh, you know, in, in light of the marriage. So these these, these small little things, or at least things that th- seem like small little things, were very important to him. And as for Shabbos, you often mentioned that Shabbos is a source of blessing and he would tell people to learn the laws of Shabbos with their children at the Shabbos table. Again, as you said, Sivan, you know, small little things that, you know, at least appear small to us, but to him, he felt they were very significant in self-improvement. Yeah, first of all, I see you read the book. Oh, yeah. You're one oh, of yeah. the first people because it's really new. It was just uh, printed last uh, Thursday. Oh, Hashem, now it's available, by the way. Can, can I say it? You know, on Amazon, you can find him at artschool.com. Now it's everywhere, but you, you are one of the first readers, so it's exciting to, 
to hear you quoting everything. Um, <laughs> there are there are hundreds of of stories. You know, he did have like his tips for uh, singles. You know, of right. the team or right. what he did, uh, what he asked sick people to do, or when it comes to education, chinuch of teenagers and kids. He had like uh, we have like hundreds of of small tiny stories. You know, but really the main message is never underestimate. I think something small you do, right. and when you you hear it from such a huge personality, I think it's it's a lot. Uh, Sivan, is this is this a different direction for for you and your husband? Because I mean, you're obviously you're known as journalists, and now this year, because of your uh, time here in the United States, I'm sure in Israel, they're depending on you to relate to them a lot about Chutzlaretz, a lot about what's happening here in the U.S. and the U.S. Jewish community. And we know, of course, you have your hashtag Parsha book that I talk about all the time. I even mentioned it last week when uh, when Gedalia Zlotowicz was here in our studio. But is this unusual that that, that, that the two of you... People listen to you. Oh, thank you. But is it, is it, is it unusual that, that you went in this direction to actually publish a book about a Torah personality or somebody who had such an effect on a community? I think it completes the picture. This year we're here, me, my Yadidia, our five kids were here. The World Mizrahi Movement sent us here for, for Shlichut. Uh, by the way, this morning, the main challenge is not lecturing to communities or writing articles. This challenge is, is the, the, this morning is the weather. I mean, I don't know how do you call it in, in your Fahrenheit, but in my Celsius, it's very cold. It's, it's, minus, <laughs> it's minus eight this morning, Celsius. Okay, so we don't have these coats you all have, and the boots and everything. I should take the kids for to Target. I mean, uh, every time we... I mean, we discover what we brought from Israel is really not enough. So basically, we we live here, dealing with the weather, but also meeting millions of our brothers and sisters here in the in the diaspora. We visit really, uh, I think, almost 40 communities in the last three months all over North America, including Canada. I just came back from Memphis. So yeah, this is what we do this year is really getting to know you. You know, American Jews. We find it very interesting and very important. But yeah, you're right. I mean, this book is. It's something else. It's, it's, I think it's part of the picture because if you really want to be connected, so um, you you should be connected. I think to an Adam Gadol, you know, to right. someone who is who is a personality, a, a, a righteous person. I think it's the base for for everything today. And you so only the option we offer. And you only met him because you you moved there. You moved to that neighborhood, and that's and that's how you got to know him. Baruch Hashem. Yeah. Afterwards, we understood. I mean, right. how famous, famous he was. Just imagine his funeral, his levaya in Israel. More than 100,000 people attended the event, all streams. You saw men, women, Sephardi, Ashkenazi, uh, young, old, religious, Dati, Haredi, everyone. I mean, that, this was one of the moments I realized uh, there's a treasure here that, that we must share. I think in the atmosphere, you, I, I, I guess you read the news about what's going on in Israel, third elections in one year. So I think uh, it might help, you know, create a different image of what, what's really going on in Israel. <laughs> yeah, that there's something else happening in Israel besides elections. <laughs> the, the <laughs> my, book... son, my son just told me, he said, Mommy, I know we are the only democracy in the Middle East, but aren't we a little bit exaggerating? <laughs> <laughs> Too many elections, that's right. Uh, Reaching to Heaven is the name of the book. Reaching to Heaven, the Elevating Life stories and teachings of Rav Yaakov Edelstein. It's written by Yedidya Meir and Sivan Rahav Meir, uh, based on the uh, original Hebrew 
uh, that they released last year. It's uh, brought to you by Artscroll Masora. Go to artscroll.com. Go to artscroll.com. Obviously, use promo code radio. We always recommend that. Artscroll.com has it. And, of course, if you walk into any Judaica store in this area, you're going to find it. It's called Reaching to Heaven. If you never heard of Rav Yaakov Edelstein before, after these uh, few hundred pages, you will you will know him. Uh, that's uh, the experience I got from it. couple of other things, Sivan. Um, uh, we'll be there. We'll be there, Bezrat Hashem, uh, in Binyanei HaOma for the Mizrahi uh, World Seum uh, that's coming up on January 2nd. The rumor is that you're going to be there that week as well. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. I'm so excited. So, it's the longest period ever. You know, for me, outside of my, our beloved homeland, um, I really miss Israel. And the opportunity to come back, you know, for a Torah event, the big theme of the, of the Mizrahi in Binyanauma. My husband will be hosting the whole event, but we will do together, like as a couple, like a mutual um, interview, I mean, about our Slichut in English, by the way. So English speakers are invited, and it's the first time we will really talk, you know. Uh, we don't have a lot of quality time here to discuss things, so maybe there on the stage I will be able to, to hear from him and, you know, to talk about this experience of uh, three months already in the States, and, uh, you know, lecturing, meeting, talking, and, yeah, it's a good opportunity for both sides, you know, to, to hear about, about one another. And uh, I, I'd be remiss, I know you just mentioned about the, 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 ultra, the ultra-democracy in the Middle East, but is, is this Sof Bibi? Is this the end for him or not? Oh, uh, in, uh, maybe in my next book. I mean, <laughs> nobody here is, uh, is, wants to be a prophet, because Netanyahu is stronger always, you know, more than all the commentators uh, who try to predict what's going to happen this time. I do think, I mean, you can really, I, I don't know. I mean, really, I don't know. I don't think he knows. So right. nobody knows. The trial hasn't started yet. hasn't started yet. I mean, nobody, we, yeah. it's just the beginning of the process, and he will not give up to so soon. I do think the last decade in Israel was really too focused on, on him, you know. I, I appreciate him as a prime minister, but we only talk about him. I, I once wrote an article in Hebrew. I think you will understand it in English, too. I said that the, the headline of the last decade in Israel is to BB or not to BB. <laughs> and uh, I mean, that, that's the only thing we discuss. And uh, I think we should discuss, you know, Judaism is also important. Our Yiddishkeit, heritage, we can, there are other things in the world except from BB, although it's important and exciting and, you know, interesting, but... I really try to, this year I try to focus on other topics. Well, one thing I just learned, you had a comprehensive high school education, if you're able to say to BB or not to BB, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, to, to me, to me in the era that I grew up in, Gula Cohen basically meant uh, not only a Jewish hero, which she was, uh, but also the person who was, who was most vocal against Begin's Camp David Accords. Uh, as a kid, do you remember her? Uh, and and did, was was she well known to your uh, to the community you grew up in in Israel? Yeah, Geula Cohen. Just now, you know, while we're speaking, she's buried in Harazay uh, Team in Yerushalayim. A famous politician in Israel to our generation. You know, I'm 38. Right. I explained, you know, yesterday to my kids who who she was. Geula, I, I had the, really the, the privilege, you know, the thought of hosting her. Um, 90 birthday, uh, three years ago. She wow. was uh, uh, 90, and she was uh, really, you know, um, we had a whole event for her. I think uh, her legacy is much more than the politics, okay? She was, yeah, of course, in the right. Some will even say the extreme right. Right. But she has, she has so many other messages. What she said about um, about our heritage, about, the, you know, the legacy we, we all share, about the Jewish sources and how we should all be connected to them. She said every time a journalist would make her mad, you know, and upset, 
she will, will, would go and open the Tanakh, open the Bible, and read and remember the story here is much deeper than the last, uh, you know, push notification or news program. Every time. <laughs> I mean, she, she had this conflict of, you know, the, the urgent things and the more meaningful uh, ancient things. And I think, yes, yeah, she was quite a personality uh, one of the legends of Israel. Listen, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing you in Israel, Bezrat Hashem. We're looking forward to being part of the uh, World Mizrahi event uh, January yeah. the 2nd. Uh, there's a rumor we might even uh, have some type of joint appearance there, which would be amazing. But, but oh, e- I'd love to do it. By the way, do you learn that for me? I mean, or you just come for the celebration? No, <laughs> we're, we're coming because we feel it's most appropriate for us to be in the center of the Jewish world in Yerushalayim for the Siyum of Dafyomi. With all with all the Siyumim going on around the world, we feel that that's where we belong. So I I hope we're I hope we're making the right decision. It feels like no, the right. you're, ma- you're making the right decision. We will, by the way, be at the big Siyum here and then New Jersey and then fly the same night we will we will fly to Yerushalayim without the same. I heard there's a big event here too. Uh, but uh, okay, so here we talk over the phone. But in Jerusalem, we'll have the opportunity to to meet. Correct, but I got I got to get you into a studio for for a long discussion. We got to compare notes on some of the amazing people you've met and uh, and and your entire career. We'll have that opportunity, Bezrat Hashem. I thank you so. By the way, and and send best regards to Yadidya and wish him as well. Best of luck with the book. It, I, I imagine that the people at Art Scroll are being inundated with orders, and, uh, and, and I I could tell you everybody. I, I have read a good portion of this book already. It is very inspiring, and it really gives you the perspective of a great rabbi who had tremendous acumen and an unbelievable ability to give advice and to lead a community. So, Sivan, thank to, you, thank you. I'll tell you, did you, while I'm speaking here, he takes care of the kids. You know, he should prepare them all to school. I'll tell him. <laughs> did, he, did he make lunch or they have lunch in school? <laughs> no, he prepares the snacks now and he takes care of the. It's cold. They should take coats and we don't have uh, uh, enough layers here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, get to Target as soon as possible. Uh, and Todaraba to you. Thank you thank so you. much. Bye-bye. Sivan Rahav Meir, the book is called Reaching to Heaven, the Elevating Life Stories and Teachings of Rav Yaakov Edelstein. Yedidya and Sivan Rucham Meir are the uh, authors, and again, it's based on the uh, Hebrew book that they wrote about Rav Edelstein, which is a bestseller. I think that's how we would translate what she was describing, right? Uh, a bestseller in um, in Israel. And now this, no doubt, will become a bestseller here. And uh, a big uh, shout-out to uh, Rav Gedalia Zlotowicz. Um, for reaching out to um, uh, to this great couple to uh, tra- to have this book translated. And I remind you, when you go to artscroll.com, make sure to use the promo code radio. You never know. You never know what benefit you're going to get. Maybe some free shipping or an additional discount. Always use promo code radio. And, of course, the book's in, uh, available in your Judaica stores as well. And my thanks to Sivan Rahav Meir. And, yes, Gaula Cohen is being laid to rest literally now. She was about to turn 94. Next week would have been her 94th birthday. Um, so I think the party that, uh, or the celebration that Sivan was talking about took place at the end of 2015. And, um, and yeah, no doubt, a real hero. And not just, and as Sivan pointed out, don't just concentrate on her politics, concentrate on her amazing life and what she did. Uh, that, that was, and all the things that she did that were dedicated to the Jewish people and to the state of Israel. So we remember Gula Cohen this morning. She's being laid to rest on Har Hazetim. That was my conversation with Sivan Rahav Meir. The book is an art scroll publication, Reaching to Heaven, the elevating life stories and teachings of Rav Yaakov Edelstein. Thanks so much for tuning in. Plenty more coming up. Keep it here all the time on the Nachum Siegel Network.
For the glow of the candles, for the warmth that they give us inside, for what has been in the temple, for the story we retell with pride, for the plight of our fathers, for the struggle endured to survive, for prevailing. Where some would not have bothered for enabling our people to thrive.
Te va. Flashes, flashes.